When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, when it comes to being consistent and faithful, Ian Foster is paying that out in spades with an unchanged starting 15. Three games in a row now. The same 15 that possibly saved his bacon as All Blacks coach. That brings with it plenty of question marks, and while Foster is defending his decision now, that same loyalty and confidence needs to be reflected in a much-improved performance against Michael Checker's Los Pumas in Hamilton this Saturday night, tomorrow night. Uh, on the line now is Rugby News editor Campbell Burns to help us look forward to both that, uh, that performance and some of them and the uh, very interesting NPC uh, over the weekend as well. Campbell, good morning to you. Very good morning to you, Ian. What was your gut reaction when you heard the naming of the side? Well, it was a strange one, wasn't it? Uh, you know, to, to have an unchanged 15 uh, when you've put out a performance, particularly in the second half, like that, uh, I guess the good thing is that we've strengthened the bench. Um, so four changes there, uh, which which is good. Brodie Retellick, Bowden Barrett uh, coming in, and Dalton Papali. I mean, I, I would have actually liked to have seen Dalton start, uh, given our problems at the, at the breakdown. And I think also... I would have liked to have seen Geordie Barrett move into 12 so Jordan can move into fullback. But, uh, so, so that would have been my, my two or three changes in the starting 15. But, hey, it's all on the, it's all on the team now. You'd like to think with a, uh, with a new referee, and hopefully they can get on the same page as him, that there'll be a much improved showing from the All Blacks. So what do you think it is about Ian Foster at the moment? Is he, is he backing those players that openly backed him, or is he just being a, a little bit stubborn? Um, yes, look, it's interesting. It's, it's probably a, probably a case of both, really. Um, and then we, we have to look, if we wind back to South Africa, we look at it now and we think that the Springboks aren't actually that good a side uh, because we really only put them away in the last 10 minutes. So although that was a very good display there uh, compared to what they'd shown previously, to then put out what we had in the last sort of 25 minutes and and Christchurch last week was was pretty hard to take, really, particularly at the breakdown, and that's that's the area really where they're going to have to uh, try and get on top of the Pumas because it seems now as long as you make your tackles and kick your goals, you can beat the All Blacks, uh, which to me is is crazy because previously it would need something inspired um, or sensational rugby to try and beat the All Blacks, but they seem to be a lot easier to beat in that uh, in that regard this season. So. Yeah, look, I think there is an element of stubbornness um, with, his, with his selections, but he does have a bit of insurance on the bench, so hopefully that will tell in the second spell. Interesting because, uh, you know, we're looking at a side now, hopefully we're looking at personnel that uh, will be playing uh, in the World Cup in around 12 months' time. 
but you, you see some relatively old legs in, in some of these players now, uh, Campbell, and, and I'm just wondering, uh, is he doing the right thing by consistently playing them, or should he be perhaps managing them through a wee bit better? Yeah, that's, that's a hard one, because, I mean, you know, to, to my mind, you know, someone like uh, Sam Whitelock is still good enough to be to be playing. That doesn't mean he's uh, playing sensational rugby every weekend, but he's he's a rugby warrior who I think if he's managed more maybe in super rugby, um, so if he doesn't have to play, um, you know, 15 out of 17 games, then then that might might be fine to get someone like Sam Whitelock through. Brody Retallick has missed a lot of rugby this year, so he should be relatively fresh in some senses. And then you look at other guys, um, you know, maybe Sam Kane. I mean, I guess, um, you know, it's, it's it's a problematic selection there with, with Sam Kane because he's not playing badly per se, but the the balance of the loose, tri- loose forward trio is slightly out. We need to be getting Dalton Papali in there, some there somewhere, but you've got to play Hardy as well. So where does that leave Sam Kane? So he's been very loyal to Sam Kane, which is fair enough. Um, he's chosen him as his captain, but, you know, there's question marks there. And then, um, you know, I, I guess the people have been talking about Aaron Smith, who has played very well in two or three tests this year, but um, it's pretty hard for him to really get sort of uh, any front foot ball um, when, you know, when the forwards are getting pounded. So I think he's still my man to to go to the World Cup at halfback for us. Um, and I know he's got a... Um, there are there, there is a plan around his minutes, um, particularly around Super Rugby. So a few of these guys are hanging in there. Um, Dane Coles, for one, he's going to come off the bench. Um, but I guess he's um, it'll be interesting to see what sort of value um, Coles brings off the bench because uh, Cody Taylor sadly wasn't in his best form last weekend. Okay, so you, you mentioned before you'd uh, like to see uh, perhaps Dalton Popper let you get a start in the seven jersey. Um, I, I, what does he what does he bring? Um, to to an All Black starting fifteen that that Sam Kane can't with his captaincy and all. Well, I mean, the thing with Papa Lee, he he carries well. Um, he carries better than than Kane. He's strong over the ball. He's a strong tackler. Um, Kane is obviously as well. Um, they're both industrious, but I just think um, Papa Lee can can be a line out option. So he's, he's just got a, a bit more breadth to his game. He was the best open side in uh, in Super Rugby for sure. Um, so. I think there's, there, there is a growing case for his uh, for him to have more of a role. And although it's a step forward that he's coming off the bench because, strangely, he hasn't even been used in the last three tests. Um, so this is a small step forward, but I would certainly like to see him get more game time at seven. Right, OK. Um, a simple hand-on-heart question here. Uh, since uh, the review at the end of last uh, year, what have we learnt? Uh, what have we learned? Uh, have we gone at, at all forward since that point? Well, <laughs> in, in some areas we have because we've actually tweaked uh, personnel. So in the front row, our, our scrum's looking better. We've got um, we've got two or three younger props in there. Uh, we've got Samasoni Takiyahu, who's clearly a dynamic hooker. He was the best forward on the paddock last week. Um, so in some areas we, we have gone forward. Our defence is pretty good. Um, Seems to, I mean, Scott McLeod's doing quite a good job there. The main problem is the breakdown and the the backline attack, um, which hasn't really uh, the backline attack hasn't functioned except in the in the two victories. So there's a lot on Joe Schmidt to get right. I'm not sure the the alignment of the backs and the passing is still there yet. Um, I think Richie Mawonga is the man for ten, but he obviously needs to be playing consistently like he did at Ellis Park. Um, so there's there are issues around personnel, but also how we how we play in the back line. Um, and it just looks as though we're just not dealing with that rush defence well. We're not um, readjusting. 
Uh, we're not kicking for position well enough. Um, so those are all areas, but they all stem from the breakdown. So, so that's an area. Um, Jason Ryan, I presume, is is all over that. Um, so they've made advances in in the set piece um, in, in several areas um, in their game, but that breakdown, uh, their the, uh, tactical kicking and their backline attack are, are probably the three major work-ons at the moment. Campbell, we can't, uh, barring injury, we can't uh, change uh, things during a, a championship. They are the rules as such. But are you confident that we have players knocking down the door from what you've seen on NPC? Well, uh, yeah, there, there are some uh, some players going really well. Um, Damien McKenzie, for one, uh, but he's not necessarily going to come in and uh, start for the All Blacks. Um, so there are certain fringe players going really well. Cullen Grace would have been one, but he he now has a, 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 a bung shoulder. Offer Tonga Fassi played very well for Northland last week. Does he get a you know does he get promoted um, for the Bledisloe Cup games? So there's a few players playing pretty good footy, but they're more they're more fringe All Blacks. So it's really what they've got um, within their within their squad and how they're and how they're putting that in, out on a match day 23. Um, but look, there, there are guys putting their hands up in NPC, but some will likely come into contention for the end of year tour rather than these next, um, rather than the better like cup. Michael Check has made uh, four changes to his starting lineup, um, which is interesting in itself. Um, but the, the, the interesting thing about uh, in the past, um, uh, when Argentina have had a terrific performance, they generally don't back up that well. For instance, uh, we beat them after they beat, we, they beat us in Sydney. We beat them 38-0 in Newcastle. But last week, of course, uh, was uh, their second good performance in a row, Campbell, because they'd absolutely thumped the Wallabies the previous outing. So are we seeing more consistency from Argentina? I mean, are you expecting them to fall over tomorrow? Uh, look, I wouldn't say fall over. Uh, I would expect them to, to tackle well and, and kick their goals. Um, you know, and but also with four changes there, they've made they've brought in Thomas Kubeli, he's a very good player, uh, Santiago Cordero. So these are some guys who are really going to add add to what was a winning lineup last week. Uh, but the, the Pumas didn't really challenge the All Blacks in any other area um, in terms of um, of attacking, scoring tries. They they scored an opportunist try, uh, but hey, I mean if that's good enough to beat the All Blacks at the moment, that might be the case. So I think Checker has instilled a bit of a harder attitude amongst them um, that they still probably don't uh, don't have a hugely expansive game but um, hey if you if that's how you're beating the All Blacks at the moment then then it's working but I, I would still expect the Pumas to uh, to be edged tomorrow on the scoreboard um, but it's not going to be by that much right can we look uh, too at uh, what's coming up this weekend uh, Campbell and the NPC which has been Absolutely fascinating this season. I've loved the format. I think it's worked. Um, what, what, do you, what? First of all, what's your impression of, of how you think the new format's gone? The odds and evens concept. Oh, it's good. Look, it's been it's been really good. Um, we haven't had great weather for the first four rounds, but there's been some really good rugby, and the referees are not overzealous um, when they're ruling on, uh, on on accidental head collisions. So that's been a good, a good thing. Um, so you know, and we've seen the rise of, of teams like Northland. Um, and, uh, and, and counties Manukau are doing better. Uh, I still think the, the cream will rise to the top. Um, so, you know, you've got the likes of Hawke's Bay, Waikato, Canterbury and Auckland all going pretty well, and, and yet Hawke's Bay would probably feel like they haven't really hit their straps yet. Um, so, so and overall, there's been some, some pretty good code. Um, um, you know, and, and, and of course, you know, it, it adds to the interest having the odd All Black uh, float back um, into, the, into the competition, which is also happening this weekend. So, no, I've been really impressed with it.
Yeah, beginning tonight actually with uh, Leicester Fanganuku providing uh, a bit of a boost for the Marco, uh, and they seriously need it. They do, yeah. They've had it. They've had a tough time. They've had so many injuries, the Marco, and they've also had uh, a problem with that half the region was underwater last week. So um, it, it needs to start tonight. They need a bonus point win because they've got four tough games to finish. So. It'll be touch and go whether Tasman make the quarterfinals in the Evens Conference, but uh, you know you'd like to think on a dry track in Palmy, maybe uh, Leicester Fanganuku can get some ball and uh, and cut some shapes. Uh, Braden Enor comes back for Canterbury. Uh, they host uh, Hawks Bay on Sunday afternoon. Uh, what are you what are you making there uh, after their strong win over North Harbour Canterbury this year? Even though they fell, of course, to Taranaki, that was unexpected. Yeah, well, they, 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 I mean, so the Cantabs have come in with a new coach, uh, Marty Burke, who seems to be doing really good things. Uh, he's got them on the right page. They've had four very good performances and just that one bad game, uh, but they, they were comfortable winners on Wednesday night and they blooded about four, uh, three or four rookies um, in that game coming off the bench. So there's a lot to like about Canterbury and they're, um, this is the top of the table clash, um, the head of the Evens Conference meeting the head of the Odds Conference uh, in Hawke's Bay, so that should be uh, that should be all go in Christchurch on on Sunday because uh, both sides are looking good. And I actually tipped them uh, way back in our when our magazine last month to um, to be in the final at McLean Park on October 22, which will be uh, interesting if that comes to pass. But it could happen. Of the eight All Blacks that have been released uh, to NPC this weekend. Auckland get a couple, and uh, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, and of course uh, Angus Ta'aval as well. Yeah, I see that, yeah, so that'll be good for uh, for Auckland to bring off the bench tomorrow against Northland, um, who I see has Tom Robinson back from injury. Um, so uh, that, that's going to be, you would normally think uh, Auckland would win that comfortably, but the way Northland's gone this year, they've tightened up their defence, um, they're playing some pretty good footy, um, so Auckland may need those, uh, those key men off the bench. Um, but, and also uh, uh, with that Canterbury-Hawks Bay game, Braden Enor is at centre for, for Canterbury. So there's a few guys who have been lacking a bit of game time uh, lately who are going to be needed um, to press their case for, for, for better low cup selection but also help their team uh, teams um, in this halfway stage of the NPC. Taranaki get uh, Tupu Vai back. I thought he might have even uh, been in the mix for the All Blacks this weekend, to be fair, but no, he's not. And uh, so uh, the Amber and Blacks get him back but not Stephen Perifeta, which is a little bit strange, I would think. Uh, yeah, I would have thought that's very strange after his uh, 52nd debut. Um, I'm sure he's not too too tired after that, um, Stephen Perifeta. Uh, that's very strange. He, he has had one game for Taranaki, um, played well in that too, but I would have thought they would have uh, released him, given Barrett's back, but maybe that's um, an insurance policy, um, given that... Uh, the game tomorrow is about five hours before the test, so so they may feel they need him there in Hamilton um, as one of the, I think they have about 20, 25, 26, don't they, on a, a match day squad, so mm. I was certainly surprised at that, and um, pretty tough on Perifeta giving a guy 50 seconds um, when, when the game's gone. Yeah, well, uh, history will show he's an all-black, um, I suppose, but um, it's... Uh, it's weird. It is really weird, and I, I would imagine if they had that time again, um, they might have made a different call, but they didn't. Uh, hey, Campbell, uh, brilliant talking to you. Thanks very much on your forecast for the weekend, and let's hope you're right about the All Blacks as well. I, I've got a hunch that you are, and I think we might see quite a nice victory tomorrow in Hamilton. All the best. Indeed. Thank you. I certainly hope so.
Certainly hope so. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.